welcome to Uncomplicating Business for Teachers, Helpers, and Givers. I'm Sarah Torpy, and I'm a business coach who found my way to business ownership after teaching in public schools, coaching teachers, and coaching in the corporate world. This podcast is all about making business ownership and success way less complicated for the teachers, helpers, and givers like you. If you're finding that the way the business folks teach things like networking, marketing, and selling aren't actually working for you and really feel kind of icky, and you know that there's just got to be another way, I'm here to tell you that there is, and that's what this podcast is all about. If you want to reach out, you can find me in all of the usual places. Check the description for more information. And while you're here, hit subscribe to keep updated on each new episode as it's released. Welcome to another episode of Uncomplicating Business. We are here today to talk about how to stay on track. Um, the first note I had about this episode was that I was going to call it how to stop shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> because that's really what I think about with this. It's all about how to not derail yourself, not get distracted by the shiny object, how to actually stick with whatever it is you're trying to do. Because I know what happens. You start and stop. You finally get a process in order and then you don't use it. You have everything organized and going well. And then all of a sudden you find yourself, you know, doing something entirely different and you have to figure out what's going on. Today, this is what we're going to talk about. To be able to stop derailing yourself, stop shooting yourself in the foot, stop starting over continuously, there are really four simple steps. A thing I want you to know to start with is all of the things that we're going to talk about today are not about what you're doing. This is not about actions. This is about thinking. When we are derailing ourselves, when we are trying to stay on track and we're not getting there, it's because of the way we're thinking, not because of something we're not doing or we're doing wrong. It's not a process problem. 99% 99% of the time, it's a thought. And so this is a really direct mindset kind of thing. And I know it's like, well, but that's very squishy. It's not actually. If business success was really about just the doing, about doing the right things in the right order, everybody would do it. Like if it didn't have a mindset component, we wouldn't be talking about this because you would just, there would be somebody with a plan that says, do it this thing in this order and we would all do it and it would work and we'd make billions of dollars and everybody would be happy. But it's not that simple. There is a mindset component and we have to do this. So if you are in the place where you can't stay on track or you're really struggling with it, here are the four steps. The first step is to know your own brain. You have to know what's going on in there. Here's why. When we are uncomfortable, our brain tries to protect us. So what it does is it finds things to do besides what we're uncomfortable about, right? It's like when you're supposed to be sending an email and suddenly you find yourself cleaning the bathroom. And maybe that's just me, but I bet you do things like that too. So when we're uncomfortable, our brain finds things to distract us and delay us. When we are scared, we find reasons not to do things. They may not make any sense if we thought about like, I'm going to do this and I'm doing this instead. We'll be like, why? What's happening here? That's what happens with fear. 
we do stuff that doesn't make any sense. We find other things to do. We find things to distract us. And we also find all the reasons why not. Like I was talking to a client the other day and she was like, well, I know I should be making more offers, but I really think that before I can make more offers, I need to fix my website. I need to think about my email marketing differently and I need a different audience. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't need any of that. Making offers is is just scary. And that's her brain trying to find something else to do because she's afraid and she's uncomfortable. And that's fine. What we have to do in knowing our brains is know what our behaviors look like. So what do you do? What's your tendency when you're uncomfortable when you're afraid? I have a dear friend who's a colleague. And when she gets uncomfortable, what she does is she decides she's talking to the wrong people. She'll be like, you know, I think I'm just not talking to the right people again. And we go through this cycle. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, wait, it's talking to the right people all along. Yeah, you were just scared for a minute. I have another friend who the minute she gets uncomfortable, she's like, well, I'm going to go think about it in my journal for, you know, three weeks. Right. She just stops until she can write her way through it. But she's just uncomfortable and she's going to be uncomfortable. And eventually what she comes to is she's going to be uncomfortable and then she restarts. But it makes the process really long, right? It makes her feel like she stops, start, stop, start, stop, start. What do you do when you're uncomfortable? For me, I know I'm uncomfortable if I start a lot of things and finish none of them. I know I am uncomfortable if I am finding any reason to get up from my desk, any at all. Like I will go clean the bathroom. I will need to do laundry. I will need to um, look for something in the garage. I will need to run an errand. I will need to review um, old content, see what I can repurpose. I, I could find you a million things that I could do other than that thing I'm supposed to be doing. And if I have something that's like lingering on my to-do list because I've been finding a million reasons why not, odds are that it's because I'm uncomfortable and I'm afraid. So for me, that's what that looks like. First step is knowing, right? Know your brain. Know what happens when you get uncomfortable. Second step is the step you're going to be like, I roll. I roll. Don't I roll at me? You can't actually. I don't care. My kids do it all the time. They're still going to have to listen. So the second step is be nice. Here's the thing. This is normal. When you get uncomfortable, your brain wants to distract you. Welcome to being a human. Be nice. When you get uncomfortable or afraid, you go do other things. Okay. This is everybody. We are never, as human beings, 100% on track. We're not going to get there. I'm not going to get there. And because of that, I can be nice about it. It's like now I used to be like, ah, gosh, sir. God, there you are again, like doing something totally different. Like, what are you doing? Get it together. Come on. That didn't help. Didn't help at all. Like, if it helped anybody, we do it all the time, but it doesn't. As a teacher, I know that. As a mom, I know that. I can help my kids do more when I'm like short with them. I can give myself that same kindness. So instead of, dear God, what are you doing? It's like, oh, hey, you know what? This must be really uncomfortable. Okay. You know what? When we're uncomfortable, we get distracted sometimes. That's all right. But now that we notice, we're going to go back to what we should be doing. That's it. That's all it is. Be kind to yourself. Extend a little bit of grace. It will go a long way because your brain then isn't like, ah, she was mean and I'm scared, right? Like we don't have to be extra about it. We can just be like, 
okay. And being scared is normal, right? We're we're gonna. Well, no one's on track 100 percent of the time. We all shoot ourselves in the foot. We all get distracted. We all delay. We do this. This is not ever something you're gonna get rid of. It's okay. The whole idea here is noticing what happens in your brain to do two things: to notice faster, so to shorten the length of time that it takes you to go from like, oh, I'm uncomfortable and doing something totally weird to distract myself to like, oh, I'm going to get back on track. The shorter we can make that window, the better. And to um, make the detour less painful. So like, think about it. I always describe it to people as getting off of Space Mountain and onto the kiddie roller coaster. Like we want it to just be like a gentle roller coaster, a very short one, maybe one story high. Like not a big deal, really easy peasy. We don't want to get on the scariest roller coaster on the East Coast. This is about slowing it down, making the process work more effectively, and keeping the detour short. That's all it is. Because there are going to be detours. We can't deny that. But we can make sure it's a more subtle curve in the room. That's really what we're doing here. So that's step two. Step three is to find a way to practice awareness. So for me, it is my journal. Um, It's the way I check in on what's going on in my brain. And actually, one of the things I know is when I'm really uncomfortable, I do not want to journal. I do not want to put pen to paper because I know something will come out that I'll be like, ooh. So I, what I have learned is that I have to do it every day. Because if I start avoiding it, it means I'm afraid of something and I'm delayed and I'm like off track, right? So that's that signals to me. Like, I don't want to go in my journal. I, just, I know there's something I got to deal with. And I have created the practice, but I do it every day. And so then I deal with things. So it's what you're going to do to check in and notice. For me, it's my journal. Um, I also get coached. Coaching is a huge way to do this. I have clients come to me sometimes and I'll be like, okay, guys, listen, this is the second week in a row that you've come and said I'm not doing this thing and I don't know why. Now we have to figure it out. Because sometimes it's three, four weeks a month before we ourselves notice what's going on. But me as a coach, you know, week one, I'm like, okay, why not? And if there's a probable reason, great. In the second week, it's like, mm, what else is happening? Here? Because you know this is something you really want to do and you're just not doing it. So like, what's happening? It's it's about having somebody who sees you outside of yourself. The other thing you can have, and I have this with a couple of people, is some like colleague accountability. So I have a couple of friends that we meet every two weeks. We have for years. And we all know each other's patterns. Like when one of them will say like, you know, like, oh gosh, I really need to do this differently. We all kind of go like, no, you don't. <laughs> Absolutely no, you don't. This is the same old thing. Like get back on what you were doing and you're going to be fine. So any kind of version of that, even all three, I have all three. Like they all serve me in different ways. All three are useful, but you need to create some kind of practice that will help you notice. Because once you know the triggers and then you see them, then the detour is shorter, right? And then the last thing is just to practice. Like the only way we get better at noticing that we're off track is by noticing. I mean, I wish it was more, I wish there was something different to tell you there. Because it really is that simple. The only way we get better is noticing. I have been working on this for myself as a business owner for four or five years. And now I'm pretty good at it. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. There are times my coach will be like, um, what's happening here? And when, the minute she says it, I'm like, oh, there it is. So 
it's important to have somebody noticing but the more you practice it the more you build your processes that help you notice the less you're like oh 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 where am i and what am i doing it really helps to practice this is the thing it's a practice it's not a perfect they don't call it a perfect like we don't go to baseball perfect my kids i never went to swim perfect as a kid and even in college i don't perfect anything i practice all the things parenting <laughs> business coaching all the things it's a practice not a perfect so for you how do you want to practice and how do you want to continue to be kind to yourself along the way because what's going to happen is that as you do this cycle this is a cycle you know our brains we create some kindness we practice awareness but we find a way to build some awareness and we practice it and then we notice some new way that we're shanghaiing ourselves, that we're like taking ourselves off track. And then we sort of create some kindness, we find a way to be aware of it, and then we practice that. Like it's a continually building cycle. You get a little bit better and a little bit better by refining it. And that's really the key here. So for you, get out of your way less, or to, yes, to get out of your way more, to be in your way less. It's all about noticing what's happening in your brain. It's not what you're doing. It's what you're thinking. So if you have questions, send a message. If this is a really useful episode, I would love if you shared it or if you subscribed. That would be an honor. I am delighted always to be a resource for you. If you're not in my Facebook group, it's called Uncomplicated Business for Teachers and Food. Come play with us. And if you would rather watch these podcasts or maybe you already are on YouTube, please continue to do that. You can subscribe to the channel there too and always know. Just as a note, over the summer, um, podcasts are going to be every two weeks instead of one because it's summer and I'm trying to do summer. And me and my kids are going to do some fun stuff. So we're going to make things a little bit lighter over here, but I'm sure I'll have a billion ideas because I just said that. And I'll see you in two weeks.